It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Dandy Dan in the national spotlight once again and ruining yet another week in Commander's Land. Plus, William Jackson III, where is he and where does he want to go? That's all next on this special edition of the Locked On Commander's podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Commanders fans, welcome aboard one and all. Good to have you with us on the Locked On Commanders podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're a daily podcast. Covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, and we thank you for making us your first listen and view of the day. Check out the new WUSA 9 Plus app. It's available on your Roku or Amazon Fire TV stick. David Harrison, my normal partner, is in Chicago covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation and Commanders Country. Uh, and also the Locked On Commanders podcast. Now, depending on when you are listening to this, make sure you check out David's post-game episode of LOC from Soldier Field in Chicago, whether it's Friday, whether it's Saturday, whatever day. Um, make sure you check that out because he made the trip and he's there, uh, and we want you to watch that. Meanwhile, I'm merely Chris Russell. I don't get to go anywhere anymore. It's okay. I'm fine with that. One half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980. Find me and Pete Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time or anytime along with this show on the always free Odyssey app. When we're not here or there, check us out on Twitter at DHarrison82 for David, me at WrestleMania621, and the show at LO Commanders. This particular special episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. That's right, LinkedIn. Yes, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. Maybe Ron Rivera could use LinkedIn to fill all the jobs open in his organization because... As we know, they kind of stink and they need help. That's why you, that's right, you. While you're not Ron Rivera, why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. That's right. LinkedIn Jobs is going to help you get the right candidate. And what you're going to do is add your job by posting it. Add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're indeed hiring. You can get access to simple tools like screening questions, which make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Just know that the right people come to those who use the right resources like LinkedIn Jobs. And that's why small businesses use and rate LinkedIn Jobs. Number one in delivering quality. 
hires versus the leading competitors. So here's what we want you to do, guys. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Of course, terms and conditions apply. All right. So here we go with the special episode. We're going to get to William Jackson III and what he wants to do next and what will probably happen to him sooner than later uh, coming up. But first, we spend a few minutes on the mess that is Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder, once again, in the national spotlight, once again, ruining a game day, once again, ruining a game week, once again, ruining anything positive for the Washington Commanders, once again, the sideshow story of this remarkably sad, downtrodden franchise and symbolic of everything that is wrong, everything that is wrong. So ESPN did this exhaustive, crazy long. Um, I don't even know how many words, guys. Research piece and investigative piece from Don Van Atta Jr., Seth Wickersham, and Tisha Thompson. Others contributed it, contributed to it as well. It starts just the lead salvo, Dan Snyder, with a cocktail in hand, sometimes pacing his yacht, sometimes his $48 million Virginia estate, telling members of his inner circle, and he's got plenty of them. He's got plenty of yes-men, plenty of henchmen, as I like to call them, about the dirt, that's right, dirt, that he's accumulated on fellow owners, coaches, executives, even his own employees. Boy, I wonder what he knew about me when I was working for him. All the stuff that he's learned from sources, and including private investigative firms, which his lawyer has said don't exist. There have been no shadow investigations. There had been no alternative methods to Dan finding out anything other than who leaked the Jeffrey Epstein rumors way back when. So Dan Snyder is painted as this picture of making veil threats, telling people stuff, and then not telling people stuff. And somebody, or many, got to ESPN. Who? I don't know. But he apparently recently told a close associate, according to the story, that he could, quote, blow up several NFL owners, end quote, the league office and even Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, quote, they can't bleep with me, end quote, Dan Snyder said. The bleep is the F word. I think you know what that means. Dan Snyder also recently told an associate, according to the story, quote, the NFL is a mafia, end quote. Quote, all the owners hate each other, end quote. To which a unnamed owner, according to ESPN, said, quote, that's not true. All the owners hate Dan. All the owners hate Dan, end quote. That would seem to indicate that Jerry Jones doesn't like Dan anymore. If that statement is true, we don't know. Dan, Jerry, Jason Wright, Tanya took an awkward family picture in Dallas a week and a half ago. Remember, we talked about that. Made a big deal out of it. 
Well, apparently, and as I've told you, Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones, longtime confidants, longtime friends, even the caption on the commander's site said, longtime rivals and friends, 24 years or whatever it said. They've both been longtime failures when it comes to postseason success. That's what they've been longtime failures as. I can guarantee you that. But remember, everyone that is friends, everyone that is close to Dan, I shouldn't say everyone, most, almost overwhelmingly all, and I know a lot of them, always wind up on the other side of the fence from Dan, on the other side of the aisle. You don't stay friends with Dan unless you consistently, consistently bow down at his feet. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that, and a lot of people eventually get tired of sucking that up. And I know, again, a lot of them, and a lot of them that have. So this story goes on to basically say about Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones. And again, I've said Jerry Jones, his protection of Dan is key. If Jerry turns on Dan, watch out. Apparently, Jerry Jones told Dan Snyder recently after Dan's been running around begging him to protect him and to get the other owners off his back that he might not be able to protect him. He might not be able to shield him, which if that's true, that Dan has personally and repeatedly asked Jerry for his support, and a source says that Jerry told Snyder that he might not be able to help, might not be able to help, indicating that support for Snyder has slipped. If that's true, that could be the turning of the stone. Now, Snyder apparently according to the story, snapped to a confidant who apparently this confidant is not such a confidant because they told ESPN a lot of things. Quote, Jerry has his own problems. Dan has to make his own defense with owners. Um, And the Cowboys spokesman declined to comment in any way, shape and or form and multiple times about this story, right? So if the wavering support or so it seems, of Jerry Jones is very prevalent. Maybe that could be the final nail in the coffin. We'll see. League meetings this week, Tanya Snyder going, Dan apparently can go. There will be no vote. There was never going to be a a vote. That's stupid. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen anytime soon. This type of thing takes a well-orchestrated hit. To use Dan's terminology, right, if the NFL's a mafia, it does not happen like that. It's a hit that's planned out for months. It's an attack that is planned out, coordinated, kept secret, confidential, what have you. But if Jerry has turned the corner, Dan knows he could be in a lot of trouble because Jerry is more powerful than anyone, more powerful than Bob Kraft, more powerful than Roger Goodell, more powerful than the Maras, more powerful than the Roonies, more powerful than Stan Kroenke. If Jerry doesn't have your back, if Jerry doesn't have your back, then you could be in some real legitimate trouble. Now, there are so many other parts of this. They talk about the horrible stadium situation, both at FedEx Field and not being able to find a new stadium. They talk about the terrible attendance, the terrible revenues, how he's costing other owners a lot of money. And that is all true. Remember, they split revenues. They share revenues. They talk about 
the DEA raid on Ryan Vermillion, the former athletic trainer. They talk about, again, so many different things in this. And then they talk about the trade for Carson Wentz. And this, I thought, was important and kind of buried deep in the story if you haven't read it all. Apparently, Snyder has told people, confidants, people in league circles, that if he just gets a new stadium and a true franchise quarterback, all of his problems will be swept aside. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Well, what happens if that is truly your belief? Which we know Dan Snyder has always driven the quarterback decision from the late Dwayne Haskins to Robert Griffin III to Donovan McNabb and beyond. Jeff George, I mean, you can keep naming names. Right? They are all part of Dan Snyder's history and specifically the quarterback. So this makes sense, right? All my problems will be solved if I can just get a marquee quarterback, Dan allegedly said. Also, if he could get a stadium deal. We know how that turned out over the summer. It's not dead, but it certainly is not looking good. Let's put it that way. Certainly not looking good. It is on life support in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Let's put it that way. Better chance right now of Maryland, but we'll see. So apparently, according to the story, according to the story, Dan Snyder, um, sources familiar with the deal, said that it was Snyder who pushed for Wentz. A source with knowledge of the inner workings of the deal said, quote, it was 100% a Dan move, end quote. Now, apparently Ron Rivera has issued a statement to some reporters. Uh, I did not ask for one. I don't do statements, really. I mean, I'll tell you what the statements are. Uh, I'll tell you what they're issued. I, I'm, I'm just not doing that. Um, I'm not calling Ron and asking for a statement because we don't know what's true, what's not true. I'm, I'm just not. So apparently Dan is, uh, Ron issued a statement saying, no, 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 no. Before free agency, I went to Dan and Tanya's home and I presented the plan and told them that Carson Wentz was one of the top quarterbacks on our list. And they gave their blessing. They gave their full approval. That's Ron's perspective. Remember, Ron's head coach, general manager, Dan gave him all the power, allegedly. Uh, maybe he's taking a bullet for Dan. I don't know. Maybe that he's telling the truth. I don't know. I tend to believe Ron a little bit more than I tend to believe whoever this source is. But I can't rule it out. Not with Dan's history and not with Dan's love of meddling. I just can't rule it out. So those were the most interesting parts of this story. Again, Dan allegedly meddling in the Carson Wentz situation, allegedly, and Jerry Jones and Dan apparently not on the same page, along with Dan making threats against everyone. Now, the team called the allegations simply ridiculous and utterly false. And they basically said in another statement that it was a campaign, part of a two-year smear campaign to get Dan to sell the team. I would counter that by saying, wait a second, the first couple of pages of the story is all aimed at showing that Dan has ammunition, that Dan has the goods, that Dan is ready for a fight, that Dan is ready for war, that Dan has been loading up his artillery just waiting to blow somebody away, whoever gets in his path. It was not aimed, it was not aimed, at least part of it, 
at getting Dan to sell. Because the very front part of it, the part that almost everyone will read, and maybe you won't read the rest, was designed to say, line in the sand, Dan versus the world. That's what it was. So the team issued a confusing, contradictory statement. That's my spin on it. All right. Before we go even further and too long, uh, I'll leave it at there. I'll have more details on this coming up in our next full episode uh, after the weekend right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Uh, David will be on special assignment again. Uh, so uh, we'll be back uh, at, you know, at, at a point undetermined. It really kind of depends on what goes on over the next couple of days, quite honestly, as we record this on Thursday afternoon, depending on when you are watching this. Now, the other big story is, and again, maybe the situation changed by the time you watch this or listen to it, is William Jackson III has apparently asked for a trade. And that the commanders have had various trade talks with Jackson's name at the center of them with various teams. And Jackson wants a new team, a new home, and a new scheme. Now, the question is, A, I thought he was hurt. That's what he claimed. That's why his performance has dropped off. Uh, well, that apparently isn't true. Ron Rivera simply said and had no time for that at all. Then the team listed him as a full participant on Monday in what was an estimation, a limited participant on Tuesday in what actually was a light practice, and then didn't even travel him on Wednesday saying it was because of his back. Well, I think we might know why. William Jackson III did not travel. And I say this, good riddance. He has been horrible since the day he got here. He has not fit. William Jackson III is a man corner. They play mostly zone. I was told when they uh, when they signed William Jackson III and when they drafted Benjamin St. Juice, another man press corner, that that was indeed the plan. They were going to play more man. Jack Del Rio, largely a cover, uh, a, a zone, a cover three coordinator. Ron Rivera has always been more zone than man-to-man. But they thought they could play more man-to-man with a pass rush, jam the line of scrimmage, play it tight, get off, get in receivers' faces, become basically a suffocating blanket, lights-out defense. Well, that never happened because the pass rush stunk. Um, nobody performed in coordinated methodology. Uh, and we all know what happened last year, and it hasn't gotten that much better this year. It's been better at times, but not that much better, quite honestly, over the last year and a half. So William Jackson III very much appears to have played his final game with the Commanders. I can't imagine he plays next Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But I would strongly say uh, that it's unlikely. Uh, the trade deadline coming up at the beginning of November looks like they might get it done before that. The dead money hit on William Jackson III is going to be something to watch out for. Um, I'll have that for you on the next episode uh, because I got to do some research on the contract that I simply haven't had time to do just yet. But it's going to be somewhat significant, just like cutting him would. Now, with a trade, maybe you get a sixth or seventh round pick. Maybe you get a conditional fifth. I don't know. Whereas if you just cut him, you wouldn't get anything. And more importantly, you just admit that sometimes things don't work out. But it's another bad sign for Ron Rivera and free agency. It's another bad sign that this team wasn't on the same page, that there are different messages, that there are different philosophies, that there are different 
decisions being made at different times by different people and that nobody sticks to quite anything and they change their mind one day to the next, one week to the next, one month to the next, one year to the next. And there seems to be no rhythm, no plan, no agenda. There seems to be no one unified way of doing things. And maybe that's just a byproduct of working for Dan Snyder in a crazy, chaotic, dysfunctional, turmoil-filled franchise. Maybe. I don't know. But it sure is interesting if you sit down and think about it. And I'm going to try. Actually, I put together a temporary list. I just want to make sure I do the right research to make sure that I have my facts straight to further illustrate these points that I'm making about seemingly nobody on the same page. All right, so listen, there's more details to come on both of those stories. We'll be tracking it for you again. uh, This was a special episode. We were supposed to do it a little bit shorter, but we did it this way. It's just impossible to get in everything. uh, And I'd rather have a little bit more context uh, than not. But first, we tell you about our friends at BetOnline and BetOnline.net. Of course, they are your number one source for all the football betting this season, both the NFL and college football. Find out all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles. They have the early NFL lines, which they replace, uh, release on Saturday, on Sunday night, I should say, even before the, uh, the current NFL week is out. All the college football spreads, over-unders, everything you need, totals, everything you need to get your betting action in at bet online up to the minute scores, live in game betting, whatever you want to do, whether you're a novice or an experienced gambler and whatever sport, don't forget the baseball playoffs are going on. Hockey's back. NBA is about to return. You got all sorts of action going on. So head to bet online, uh, net and use your, or use your mobile device should say bet net or use your mobile device and find out more uh, and find out where the game starts at Bet Online, where I go for all of my betting action and where you should go. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this particular episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. A special episode at that, a little bit longer, again, like I mentioned, uh, than ideal, but that's okay. We'll take you into the weekend. Again, don't forget to check out David's post-game episode wherever uh, you get your podcast. Watch, listen, wherever it might be. He's at Soldier Field in Chicago doing the hard work. Please make sure you check out that. This is just an extra addition. because of the enormity of the news uh, that we had. But thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view uh, of the day. Now make your second listen and view the Locked On NFL podcast, our national NFL experts and insiders. Keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from all around the league as the NFL marches on. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. For David Harrison, who, again, is covering the Washington Commanders for Commander Country, SI.com's Fan Nation. Don't forget to check out the post-game episode from Chicago, even if it's over the weekend. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980. 
with Pete Medhurst. If you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another. And thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 